Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Yesterday at Hamilton Council and uh, and uh, Burlington City Council, it was all about pot uh, because we are very closely coming to the deadline imposed by the province as to whether uh, communities are going to opt in or opt out of the uh, the cannabis rules, of course, and to have retail stores. Uh, by a 10 to 6 vote yesterday, Hamilton Council finally uh, said yes and gave it a thumbs up. Joining us to talk about this is Brad Clark. Brad, of course, City Councilor for Ward 9, and uh, he joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show. Brad, thank you for the time. Good to have you with us today. I appreciate it, Bill. Thank you. Let me, I, I, I want to get into some of the nuances of, of the discussion yesterday, but first of all, were you surprised it took as long? It was almost a three-hour session, and uh, that, 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 I think, shocked a lot of people that it would have taken that long. Um, I, I wasn't surprised. I knew that a few councillors were wrestling uh, with the philosophical issue of cannabis and, of course, their past personal positions that um, drugs are bad. And, and so I, I think that was a bit of the issue with regards to the length of time. problem with that, of course, is that uh, that was not really what was on the table. This was not about morality. This was, uh, this was about you know, whether or not you're going to allow the, the sale of illegal substance in the community. You know, when, once you got past the philosophical issue and and recognize that the federal government has uh, made it legal and that the provinces are moving ahead, specifically Ontario, then it really was a question, does the city of Hamilton want to adopt um, uh, a process whereby uh, cannabis retail stores can be put in Hamilton that would create a little over a thousand jobs if you you end up with about 50 stores? Um, and, and a significant economic uplift. Well, but having said that, though, uh, you know, we talked about, first of all, the length of the meeting, but uh, this almost uh, did not make it yesterday. There was a vote to actually give this a thumbs down, and it lost on a tie. Yes. Um, the policies are that if it's a tie vote, then the item goes down to defeat. Um, the clerk provided um, an interesting legal interpretation that, given that the province um, uh, wanted an answer, and if um, the the decision went down to defeat on a tie vote, then the automatic answer to the province was yes, you're opting in. Well, that's a different and wrinkle. Did that surprise you? <laughs> yes, it did. Um, I was surprised because that's not normally the process. On a tie vote, it would go down to defeat. Then you would test another motion in the opposite direction, and but they both go down to defeat. Then normally the municipality would then be neutral and not have a position, um, but legal and the clerks um, were quite adamant that that's the way um, the government of Ontario had positioned the question. Uh, so then I think at that point councillors realized, well, we're already in for a penny, might as well be in for a pound. You mentioned that some of your colleagues on council, of course, were having some problems wrestling with this, uh, maybe from a moral standpoint, I guess. That is, and and that, that's, that's they're obviously their right to do so. But let's talk about how you got to, to where you are. You supported the motion yesterday, too. Is this, was it difficult for you, or were you supportive of this right from the get-go? Uh, I did a lot of research in terms of how we treated other uh, businesses in the city of Hamilton. So I approached a bill very methodically. It was a legal product. The stores are legal and highly regulated, um, and as a result, um, we can move forward with some type of, of system in the city. Yes, we wouldn't have the opportunity to license them, uh, but that's not unusual. Uh, we don't license LCBOs or, or, or bars. So the, the bottom line from my standpoint was that the issue of a radio separation of 150 or 300 meters from school 
was a non-starter because uh, right across the city of Hamilton, we have bars in in direct line of sight to schools, and nobody has ever issued or was concerned about radio separation there. And we see drunks falling out of these bars in the middle of the day. Um, so I, I didn't see. I thought I thought that was really just a non-starter. It wasn't really an issue. Um, and then I looked at the actual economic uplift uh, and the fact that we would be better off adopting an opt-in position to discuss our future concerns about cannabis regulations with the province than we would be if we stood on the outside with our arms crossed. One of the other points that kept coming up time and time again, of course, were policing costs, which I thought was a bit of a, 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 a red herring as well. I mean, I, I can't understand, Brad, how policing costs now that you've you've gone forward on this are going to be any more expensive than they already are. I mean, you've already got police running around trying to keep a, an eye on what at one point was 81 illegal shops. And and as it's, I'm in the same boat as you. I looked at it. The police budget was approved last year. In that budget, they already utilized um, their services to deal with uh, drug and illegal drugs. Uh, so if they're doing um, uh, a fight against the actual black market of cannabis, they they already have the funding. So the deputy chief did clarify that this is just an idea of what the actual chargebacks would be, the actual cost would be if we were to start fresh on this. Um, but realistically, they're operating from an approved budget and they're treating it as, as a crime, the black market, and that's what they should be doing. And so they are uh, going to be shutting down other black market stores and locking the doors, which I think is great. It's, it's long overdue. Brad, was this a general issues meeting or a city council meeting yesterday? This was a special city council meeting. So, so, th- so this is done. It's been made. Okay, so it's over then. It doesn't have to be ratified now. That is 100% correct. So what, what happens going forward now? Interestingly enough, of course, uh, we got the results of the, the lottery that the province uh, did about who was actually going to get these first licenses. Uh, a number of them are going to be available right here in the Hamilton area. I guess the, the doors are open for you, those people to do business here now. Uh, that's correct. Now the AGCO will be working with those uh, successful um, licensees. And, and they have a specific time frame in terms of getting their shops ready to open on, on April 1. Brad Clark, uh, the uh, Councilor for Ward 9. Brad, thanks as always. I appreciate the time today. My pleasure, Bill. Have a great day. You too. Uh, as we mentioned, this was also a hot issue yesterday evening at Burlington City Council, where they had to wrestle with this idea. Uh, yesterday on our Mayor's Town Hall, uh, Burlington Mayor Mary Ann Mead Ward uh, suggested it was going to be pretty close. Uh, she joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to bring us up to speed. Uh, Mary Ann, thank you so much for the time. Great to have you with us today. Great to be back, Bill. Well, you've got, you got a thumbs up on this yesterday. Uh, were you surprised by the vote? I didn't know how it would go. Uh, we, it was 5-2 in the end, which is a pretty comfortable majority. Uh, you know, I, I, I knew that, uh, that my council was really wrestling with this, as they should. You know, there are tough issues, there were significant concerns, and I couldn't be prouder of each and every one of our council members who took the time to learn about this, truly understand the, the, where the public concerns were, and also what we could do and what the right thing to do was. And, and I do believe we made the right decision. This protects our community by providing safe, legal access to a legal product. Now, unlike the Hamilton Council meeting yesterday, uh, you actually took public delegations yesterday, didn't you? We did, yes. We had we heard from six delegations, four of whom were in favor of opting in and uh, two that were not. Uh, we, we always want to hear from the public right up to the minute that we make the decision. 
And so, it really helped. There was always new information. This is such a fast-changing file that, you know, you learn something new every day on this. We, we've heard about some of the other arguments uh, that uh, came from, well, not just Hamilton or Burlington, really, but some of the other communities. Uh, radio separation and the provincial guidelines on that. Was that, that a concern with your council, too? That did come up, but the issue is that, that kids can't even get into the stores. So, uh, And the advertising of them, the signage, is heavily regulated as well. So at the end of the day, what we wanted to do is is make sure our decision was based on who benefits. And, uh, you know, the only people that benefit from opting out is the black market. And so we don't want the bad guys to benefit. We want our residents to benefit who we're asking overwhelmingly in surveys, town halls, emails, and even in delegations. There was overwhelming support to opt in. That's what our residents wanted, and that's what we did. What about the illegal operations? Did you have? I, I, I don't know that I've actually even seen a number, but what, if any, we're in Burlington. I know I, I just mentioned at one point uh, Hamilton at eighty one uh, illegal operations. I think it's down to about well, twenty five or thirty right now. But was it a problem with Burlington? I, I know of one. When I was a counselor, there was one operating in my ward that was uh, fairly quickly shut down, uh, but I don't know of any others that, that were operating. So it, that was not an issue, having illegal uh, bricks and mortar. The, the biggest issue, of course, is the illegal sale of, of cannabis because you don't know where it's grown, you don't know what it might be laced with, you don't know uh, the quality of the product, the strength. Uh, you know that This is putting our residents at risk, and so... Uh, we did the right thing by by legalizing this it, the same way that you know decades ago uh, communities legalized alcohol. I'm sure they had many of the same conversations back then as we are now about cannabis. But we did the right thing then, and we did the right thing now. I, I just talking to Councillor Clark here in Hamilton about their vote, and and obviously we we talk about some of the folks who have, still have opposition to this, and some of it's on moral grounds. But you you tend to think in politics that uh, that those lines get blurred an awful lot, don't they? I mean, you know, you just talked about alcohol and. And there are some people that are just, you know, totally against that and, and are going to kick up a fuss anytime this going on. I remember one of my first debates years ago was whether or not there was going to be casinos. And way back in the 1960s, there was Sunday shopping. I mean, on and on it goes. And, uh, so <laughs> yeah. morality tends to, to creep into these discussions one way or another, doesn't it? Well, I, I think there's a world of difference between uh, your views on whether somebody should consume a product and whether it should be legally available to people to make their own choice. And that we went with the latter, that it, you know, it is a legal product, which I think is the right decision. It shouldn't be criminalized. And so that was the right decision at the federal level, and, and now we need to make room for it. So you know, this, this also um, cuts into the use of opioids. There are people in our community everywhere that, that were on opioids that have found that CBD oils, or uh, cannabis generally helps them with, uh, you know, get off, get off whatever the opioids were treating. That's a highly addictive, lethal substance. And, and so, you know, we need to give our residents that opportunity. What happens next? I ask the same question of Hamilton Council. We, we know, as we talked about yesterday when you were here for the town hall, uh, that uh, there's an opportunity here for a number of uh, licensed uh, stores now to show up. It, well, it could be Hamilton or Burlington. We don't even know right now. Do you aggressively go after them, or do you sit back and wait for the phone to ring? Well, we have uh, stores that, that are ready to go now, but, but most of them uh, don't have a license. There's only six that are being handed out in the GTA region, which is what Burlington is a part of, and it covers a massive area, Peel, York, Halton. So, you know, will we even get one? I don't know. I mean, some of those larger communities have opted out, 
And so it, it's quite possible that, that we will. Uh, but we heard from a number of those uh, those businesses in December, and they are all legitimate, responsible businesses. One of them has the former head of the OPP on their board. You know, this is... Um, you know, this is this is a business now as uh, selling a legal product in a safe, controlled manner. It's interesting how that's turned around, hasn't it? Uh, and one of the great ironies, of course, uh, you just talked about the former OPP commissioner uh, is now a board director in one of the major companies. Uh, Julian Fantino, of course, who was at one time the uh, chief of police in the city of Toronto and, of course, an uh, OPP commissioner, uh, is now a yeah. strong advocate for this. I mean, this is the guy that fought against exactly. this for the longest time. But obviously, when the debate started, uh, they see this as a business opportunity. Well, it is a business opportunity. It, it's just like the sale of alcohol is. And, and, you know, we in this province have started to loose the controls on that to allow grocery stores in a very limited way. And I think the public is, has been ready for some time for standalone retail outlets. And I think we've learned from that experience that, uh, you know, we just jumped straight to that with, the, with cannabis, is allow the private sector to, uh, to provide this product and let su- supply and demand in, in something that's heavily regulated, and it is. And the Alcohol and Gaming Commission of Ontario, you know, they are, they are serious people, and they've shut down bars in downtown Burlington that did not comply with the rules. I've been part of licensing hearings, applying conditions. We couldn't compel them, but we made a case, and in one case they, um, they adopted all of the conditions that the community had asked for. So having get, been through and dealt with the AGCO, I'm confident that they will uh, do their job, which is to regulate this, and also listen very carefully to communities when they ask for regulations. And in Burlington, we, um, as part of our vote, also struck a citizens advisory to committee to come up with those guidelines so that every time there's a license application, we've got that 15 days to give feedback. We are going to be ready to give community feedback, and the AGCO will listen. They did before. Burlington Mayor Marianne Meadboard. Uh, Marianne, thanks as always for the time. Really appreciate it today. Thank you. Take care. Glad to be here. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.